depending on where you are in the world, you already know by now that Ramadan has indeed started. It's the first of Ramadan and uh, to all the Muslim faithful around the world, have a wonderful Ramadan fast and uh, yeah, yeah. It is a Fizi Speaks. It's a brand new episode for a brand new week. Well, week is not really tear robot because, you know, we taught the robot yesterday, but, you know, technically, you know, it's still within the reach of uh, robot. So, yeah, technically still new, fresh week. So, yeah, it is a fresh week on the Fizi Speaks. Uh, we'll be having a wonderful topic today. Well, basically asking the question, are you mad? Now, before you get upset, before you say, what, what do I mean? I'm going to ask you if you're cuckoo bananas. Don't, don't worry. It's going to be fun. Let's get into it. This week on the Fizzy Speaks. So, the question is, are you mad? The month of Ramadan for many Muslim faithfuls around the world has just begun. And there are billions of people who are looking to solidify their faith, to build on their character, to in some way redeem themselves in this time, you know, morally. And while that is true, I still have a question for us. Are you mad? When I say are you mad, I'm not asking um, with, rela with relation to maybe you being cuckoo bananas, you know, walking around the street, uh, like walking around on the street, rather not around the street, and um, I don't know, doing something really weird. I don't know. Nowadays, we have skits of people doing all kinds of things for the views, for the likes, and that's cool. Do you? But the question really is, are you mad in the sense of are you upset enough? Are you tired enough? Have you had it with yourself, with, with the situation you find yourself, with where you are, what you've been doing, with how things have been coming at you, that you're at a point where you realize that enough is enough. Now, I was watching um, a series, actually it's been a while I watched this series, American Gods, particularly fun series. Um, I, I enjoyed it for a lot of reasons. Yes, people might have said it might not have been the most um, exact representation of various faiths and you know mythologies gods and all of that but i did like some of the dialogue dialogue was pretty nice and i have to give it to them the dialogue was really interesting and it was kind of an open-ended conversation you'd have with yourself afterwards to ask what if the way we see things you know have been in some way influenced by who told the stories now, one particular line that struck me was, I think, by Aniche, also the spider. Um, it's a black um, deity. I'm trying to remember his name exactly. But he said something, and he said, be angry. Anger gets things done. Not his exact words, but he said, basically, anger gets shit done. And... That line kind of stuck me for a while. I, I kept thinking about it. And eventually, here's the thing. Even the laziest of people, if you have an eye for cleanliness, if you have an eye for, you know, things being well done. Now, just because you do not focus on something to do, 
doesn't mean that that thing does not need doing. So if you're in a space where everywhere is, you know, it's it's gradually just deteriorating, everything is just going to muck, to waste, you know, there's dust everywhere in the house, and then you haven't cleaned up your house in a while. The thing is, it might not be it might not be so obvious to you that things are really getting bad, especially if you're not someone that has the culture of doing that every day. But guess what? The one day you reach for your TV remote that you haven't reached for in ages, because this thing happens, people have voice controls and stuff like that. And then you touch a surface that is really dusty and it irks you. And then you find yourself suddenly in cleaning mode where you clean the entire house. One of my friends, um, Fathia, she would say, that she she loves to she loves food but she's lazy to cook so she so she can go on hungry you know um just for the mere fact that she's lazy to cook but when she does get to cook she can cook a mean meal so it's not so much that she doesn't have the ability to change things it's just the fact that she's not mad enough to do it herself now, while one of the things that I feel like a lot of motivational speakers and people get really, really wrong is assuming that everyone wants to see this, you know, this, this glorious, shining vision of themselves and actually aspire to get there. A lot of people see this thing and say, okay, look, I can be this, but then they're like, eh, I'm probably never going to do that anyways. See people who say, I can be this good if I wanted to, but then you're not, but then you're miserable where you are. So what really then is the question? Now, I reckon, especially from, you know, in the experience and some of the books I've read, especially this one I'm reading um, currently, The Rules of Life by Richard Templer. And there is, there is a particular like rule that goes, accept yourself. You know, it's just saying that I think the fundamental thing, the basic thing that we need to do is, first of all, look at ourselves with us, with, with our flaws, with our let-down shortcomings, everything that we are, our past, what has happened to us, what has been done to us, what we've done, what we haven't done, and then take everything into consideration and say, look, this is me. Sometimes realize you're a selfish person. Sometimes realize you talk too much. Sometimes you realize you really could be better at parenting, maybe. You could be a better friend. You could be a better co-worker. You could be a better employee, employer. You could be a better entrepreneur. You, you could be so many things better. But right now, where are you? Accepting yourself means look in the mirror and see what is in the reflection. Not some glorified version of yourself that you think is there. Now, it's good to see the, the best in you and, you know, be positive and dream big and all of that. But we will never get there if we do not, first of all, acknowledge the fact that where we are needs a lot of work to get us to where we need to be. There is actually no second guessing this thing. We need to be mad enough to make things change. You need to be mad enough to say you don't want to be broke anymore. If you are currently at a position in your life where you are begging for each each penny, each cent, you're going around asking for favors, and you keep telling yourself that because everyone sees you 
on Instagram, on Twitter, or whatever, and you look like this big guy, you have a lot of money, this fancy girl, oh, I'm a big chick, I have all the money, uh, I'm a king. This is this is the weirdest thing that I see on social media. Women saying that they are kings. It is weird. Like, okay. But I'm not going to go into that right now. It's not my thing to do. At the end of the day, what really matters is that when all of that social media buzz is done, because I think my, my friend Annabelle said something in, in, a, in a voice note, I might just link that voice note right about now. You, you see that social media thing, eh? that one is something for another day. We are not even ready for that, even, for that conversation even. So, social media, especially that useless place they call Twitter, followed by Instagram. See, majority of the people there, 80% of people there, God will punish all of them. They will just come there, set and one hot takes Twitter, and um, perspire to aspire, motivation and one motivational speaker, 30 plus Twitter, then suit and tie Twitter, and some other, yeah, 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 yes, sections like that, or factions. They will just come, they talk nonsense. Then in the, in the, in the, many see, I'll be feminist, Kovun people self go come talk their own. Patriarchy FC go come talk their own. This one FC go talk, everybody's just there doing nonsense. And I pity people that, that live their lives based on social media validation or listening to your fave and then, you know, not being able to call out. There's this worship thing they do. You listen to your fave, anything your fave says goes. And anybody that has anything opposing or that opposes, anyone that opposes your fave is in trouble. Then you people now start talking and bashing the person. Then later the person maybe commits suicide or something happens. Then it's all about mental health. Or you bully people. Then when they bully you back, you come and start crying your mental health, blah, blah, blah. Then it's just a cycle over and over again. Absolute fucking nonsense. So there's this thing where there's a standard on online social media basically and everybody's rich everybody's living the life everybody's doing this everybody's doing that and i feel it comes with a trend mostly because at that point you hear people say no 400k is nothing and according to statistics a lot of people the people earning above 500k or 400k basically are like less than one percent or two percent so who are the people that are earning like 100k and below that are making noise on twitter 400k is nothing so please who is who is earning 100k if majority of us are supposed to be earning 100k and maybe 150 or let's say less than 500k and then majority of people are still saying that 400k is nothing please i don't understand what's going on i really don't then now everybody's farms in sapa everybody's now saying i don't have money cut soap for me this is that look eh, if if you if you follow social media validation you will end up killing yourself <laughs> so yeah annabelle was super intense there but that is the fact that's the point you know it has been made a lot of us on social media are rich in fact everyone is rich on social media social media Maybe even the people asking for giveaways, go on another page. They're the ones posting the pictures with the Rolls Royces and the Bentleys and the Benzes and whatever. Yeah. So everyone is rich on social media, social media. But at the same time, in real life, you see that that Ogen 2K does do a lot of difference for a lot of people. Now, the issue is how many people are willing to work to live up to the claims that they make 
You see a lot of people now pretending to be things that they are not because that way they get to keep up this facade that this is who they are. If you do that, then, well, I think there is time to grow up. And I think one thing that the Ramadan does is basically give everyone an opportunity to go into somewhat of a spiritual retreat. And it doesn't require you quitting your job or leaving the workplace or just absconding from your family. It just requires that you are a bit more mindful of what you say, what you do, what you think. And I feel like regardless of our religious affiliations or whatever, everybody needs a Ramadan. Everyone needs a Ramadan. Everyone needs to be mad about who they are. Just go into a Ramadan. Take a, take a, month, take a month and just think about what you've been doing. Seriously, what have you been doing? What have I been doing? I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I do know. And there's a lot of realization. You, you, you know, being mad in this case now requires you to get to a point where you actually say enough is enough and then you get to working on things that need to be worked on that is the one way you get to see that okay fine let's change something let's clean the house let's read out let's check out my, my mailbox you know let's check out our mailbox let's let's send that email let's send that application Let's talk to this person. Let me talk to that person. Speaking of applications, a word from our episode sponsor. Are you a 9 to 5 student, entrepreneur, career person, someone looking to present themselves as best as possible on paper? Sometimes the challenge is that you have the skills but have no idea that you do. Perhaps is that you have the experience but have no idea how to sell it for your next role. Resume Point has got you covered. Now with their team of really competent hands, writers, researchers and industry practitioners, they help to present your work best. So what do you say? Check out Resume Point on Instagram, hit them up on Twitter as well at Resume Point. R-E-S-U-M-E-P-O-I-N-T Resume Point Helping you land that interview Whether or not you are aware of it It takes a significant amount of energy A certain madness To do things differently To act against the grain To go against the tide to not succumb to the first emotions or impulses that we have. Now, usually when we want to break out of the norm or break out of form, we really actually don't see it, but what it takes is a bit of madness. Madness to defy yourself, madness to defy the current system, madness to say who can't, I mean, what's to say we can't change the status quo. So, whether or not we are driven towards doing this or not the reality of it like this month of ramadan and what it really should be asking us to do or what it's really asking us to do is take account of yourself now this is not a religious podcast i'm about to talk about the 
pros and cons and whys to Ramadan. But this is something I feel like everyone can take a part of. So it might be that you are at this point where you you are requiring or you require a level of madness to step out of a toxic relationship. Maybe to step out of a toxic work relationship. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is, basically, for us to understand that what we need to do now is realize, point blank, the areas that we need to work on, need to improve, need to change, and then be mad enough to try, mad enough to do what needs to be done, mad enough to give ourselves the same amount of faith we are willing to put in our football teams, in our country's flags, in our spouses, in our pets. It's going to be really sad if after all this time we've spent on earth, really we haven't discovered the level of madness that helps us get things done. Basically being mad to get things done. There's a lot of pretense on social media, on the internet, and in the real world, because you have people posing to be things that they are not. And yes, the saying goes, fake it till you make it, but then people get so caught up in faking it that they never truly make it. It's crazy because, I mean, we're looking at one person's level of made it and they're actually just faking it. And it's sad because now a lot of other people are being put under pressure from social media, from from the news, from the internet, from whatever. And there's a lot of pressure being pushed around, being peddled. And people are just diving, you know, face first into this mucky nonsense. As Annabelle put it, nonsense. Or, well, I'm sure she didn't mean everything. And, you know, she meant most of the things, 80%, blah, blah, blah. So the real cocoa of the butter is, as much as we know, certain things are known facts. For example, life is short. Or long, no one ever puts that part, but yeah, it can be long if you, you know, you're in a very bad place and you can't get out. It can be really long. Um, yeah, but that's sad. Let's not go out. Let's not go there. But yeah, life is short. So no matter how much you think you hate someone in the moment, you know, when they are gone, it's kind of, I don't know, hate is somewhat redundant. There's nothing you can do with it anymore, you know. You could, I don't know. I, I don't know. I've, I've not carried hate that long, so I don't know how to work it. But I know that it is bad for you. So in the first place, why are you doing that? So sometimes also it might, it might mean that you have to be mad enough to forgive yourself for mistakes that you've made. A lot of times we catch ourselves saying, I wish I could go back in time and change this and change that about myself. Well, you can't. If, we, if anybody could go back in time, I probably would have discovered it first or second. Or the person who is discovering it, I'll be the one in the, you know, capsule that goes back in time. Something like that. You know, that would have been a cool power to have. But I digress. So, yes, really important that we understand that sometimes it requires madness to get the right things done. It requires madness to get, to let go of your leverage over someone. Some people, some of us, we have this leverage over someone. It might be a co-worker. It might be... Uh, a team member it might be a friend it might be someone who you know likes you and because of that likeness towards you take advantage of it you, you you don't you don't carry a sense of value with their time with their effort with their emotions and then you toy with that because you think well you have all the time in the world and it's a very tricky place to be at because if we don't realize the fact that 
you know, we have a responsibility, you know, going with the flow, the natural order of things is, you know, if we're all being animals as, as basically as possible, animals don't really know, they don't really care so much about who is who. So, so some animals eat their children. Some animals will go as far as, you know, being like carnivorous and eating their spouses. Okay, we've seen like the black widow spider basically, you know, after mating with the male, she eats the male. I know some really toxic feminists are be like, oh yeah, 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 do that. You eat him up. Okay. I don't know about that. Um but yeah, you know, Chimamanda came out and said something. I'm not even going to go into it. I'm gonna leave this for Dage Man. All of this stuff is really just going into another topic. The cocoa of the butter, again, is simply that we should realize that sometimes madness is required. Being mad should not be relegated to just, you know, you being cuckoo bananas, um, eating random things on the street, you know, um, you know, going about um, harassing people sexually. That is madness. Okay. There should be, you know, there are other levels of madness. So it might take you madness to realize that you can't keep jumping from one relationship to the other to find the peace that you need to have given yourself to find happiness. Sometimes that madness is that rude awakening that, hey, wake up. You can't keep doing this. It's not sustainable. It's not the best way to keep doing this thing, right? If you have issues, maybe from your childhood, you had a very, you know, somewhat shitty childhood, maybe toxic parents, parenting styles or whatever, bad friends, bad company, terrible growing up environment. You probably came out, maybe you were, you were born out of wedlock and then you carry that stigma within yourself and then you go everywhere and then you, you keep beating yourself down. It might be madness to think that you should be able to give yourself a benefit of the doubt. Cut yourself some slack, you know. Fine, these things have happened. You've been, you've been born here. You grew up, you know, watching, uh, you know, domestic violence happen virtually every day. And now you're going into a relationship and you're carrying all of that. Let me tell you what might actually be required is that you are mad enough to do something that is different. Your dad did it, so what? Your elder brother did it, so what? Your mom did it, so what? Your elder sister did it, so what? You have only sisters, you have no brother, so you think this is how things should be to guys. You don't have to, you don't have to go with the flow. You don't have to meet the stereotype. You don't have to live under the narrative that has been given to you. You can decide that things can be better. You can decide to live better for yourself. You can, de you can decide to eat right. You can decide to work out. You can decide to stop drinking. You can decide to stop smoking. Everything that, that Ramadan helps Muslims to do to anyone who isn't a Muslim, right? Um, it, it looks as if, it looks as if, you know, um, it's crazy. How can I suddenly stop for 30 days? If you stop anything for 30 days, I best believe, I, I believe that like, you will be okay. You will not, like, you would be cured to some extent. I don't know how much, you know. Just try stopping anything for 30 days and see how it feels. I remember a time when I said I was going to stop drinking certain carbonated drinks, right? And I did. I stopped. At the time, one of my favorites was um, this Coca-Cola and sneakers combination. I don't know if you had, you know, sneakers, a chocolate bar, and then you have that Coca-Cola. It's something about it. Or Sprite, it, the way it mixes together in your system is fantastic. But then I had to stop because I, I just, you know, anyway, then back in the day, I was like into like all these conspiracy theories and stuff. I don't know if I've been truly cured from that, but I do know that I did change. And it took me one day to make that decision. It took me 
virtually years to enact that. No, not that it hadn't been done already, but I didn't realize that I've been so successful until I look back and said, wait, I realized that I haven't had this, these drinks in like, in these drinks in like a long time. So it's really crazy. But it shows that it is possible. And because it is possible, then maybe the charge now should be be mad enough to make that change happen. Be mad enough to leave that toxic environment. Be mad enough to not follow the trend. Your father did it, your forefathers did it, blah, blah, blah. You don't have to do the same thing. You don't have to be, you know, someone was terrible to you. You don't have to be ter terrible to someone else. I mean, I know a guy who, who made this excuse for doing something very shitty. He said, well, someone did it to him years ago and he found a way to live with it. So he guessed that's how life happens. And then he did it to someone else, did it to his own friend too. And I'm like, sorry, but that's just you being a terrible person. If someone does something bad to you, you, you know how you felt about that thing. You do it for, to someone else. You're just a terrible person. It has, not, it has nothing to do with, you know, trying to feel respect, trying to feel something. No, that's, you're just a terrible person. That's all. And it takes madness to not do that if you, 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 all you're doing, all you are at that moment. Because emotionally, you're consumed by pain and all of that. And you want to lash out. You can't lash out at the guy who's done it to you and he has gone. But now you're doing someone else. You've just created another terrible person in the world. So, there I say, you know, guys, girls, anyone listening to this podcast, dare to be mad. Once in a while, just dare to be mad. Change things, you know, do things differently. Apologize if it takes, it means it. Um, forgive someone if it, if it means that, you know, be mad. Have an awesome Ramadan. Peace. So yeah, that has pretty much been it for this episode. Um, you know, Annabelle really, really raw and intense there. A lot of things said, but at the end of the day, the most important thing is be mad enough to change the things that you need to change in your life. And um, yeah, pretty much. Um, I can't really say much about changing other people, but I do know this. We have a shot to change ourselves. And if we do it right, it should be enough. So yeah, this has been the Fizzy Speaks on, I mean, this has been the Fizzy on the Fizzy Speaks. Wow. Have an awesome week. Have an awesome Ramadan. And, uh, yeah. Stay fresh. Peace.